Whoa. Camera's rolling. Um. Sorry, I got breakfast pizza in my mouth. Anyways. This will go for my one hour nap. Woke up suddenly in a rush. They're like, you have to do one for Jen. Jen who? And I saw your face in my mind. My mind's eye. Aniston. I have to do one for Jen for Aniston. Um, yeah, so, forgive me, I'm ill-prepared. Lots of stuff. What do I say? The fact that I'm even talking to Jennifer Aniston is out of this motherfucking world. <laughs> the fact that she even knows me is out of this world. A couple secrets. One, I think I've known you before, too. You seem so familiar and so comfortable to me. It might just be who you are as a person. There's just something so familiar and comfortable about you. Maybe that's just your character. Your charm. Probably is. Is there breakfast pizza? I got a Walmart. Limited edition. The crust is biscuits. A biscuit, you know what I mean? Scrambled eggs, sausage. Yeah, it's good. Quite filling, too. That being said, this particular segment is being sponsored by Visine. It gets the red out. And Rickson Radio's back. Speaking with Jennifer Aniston. To Jennifer Aniston. I'd like to be speaking to her. Of course, if I was speaking to her, there'd be a lot of moaning going on, things of that nature. It'd be pornographic. Without a doubt. But, in the vein of 
class, civility, and chivalry. Oh, go down that road. I don't know. I can tell you a story. I'm chocked full of them. Who are your friends? Who are the friends? You, Courtney Cox. Matt LeBlanc. Uh, Chandler. I can't remember Chandler's real name. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, it was just you five, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember Chandler's real name. That was five of you. Anyhow, um... Sorry, I'm just swimming in my own delight. Being said, I don't know what you want to hear. Something soothing, comforting, nice. I'll give you the gold, Jen. I'll give you the story I haven't told anybody. I was leaving D.C. just after I got Arrested for walking across the street. Taken into, I'm seriously walking across the street. I was going to 7 Eleven. Well, 11 30, 12 at night. I saw the cops outside, I was standing in Motel 6. But I wasn't doing anything wrong, so I didn't really give a shit, you know. And uh, I saw him there. So, so what? So I crossed the street, and uh, I turned left. And this cop in a squad car lights up his lights. Pulls me over, and he gets out behind, like... He's out behind his car, basically gun drawn. Who are you? What's your name? What are you doing here? All this shit, right? I'm just like throwing, I'm just throwing way off, you know. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm thinking, because <laughs> I'm just walking across the street. I'm 43 years old. I can, you know, go to 7 Eleven if I want to. Story. True story. So he gets all like hyper aggressive, like he's like ready to draw down and shit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I put my hands up. So I'm just going down to the store. Who are you? What's your name? Where what are your intentions and all this shit? Like, like man, you know what? Never mind. I said I'm going back to my hotel room put my hands up and I just started walking back. You know what I mean? This guy freaked me out. 
He's like, you're not allowed to leave. You're not free to leave. So I turn around and I start walking at a brisker pace. I mean, I was only only 100 yards from a hotel room. I'm walking at a brisker pace and I could feel him coming up on me. And I could see a shadow coming up on me. He's running after me. He fucking tackles me. Well, he tries to tackle me. I saw a shadow and I did some whatever. Martial arts stuff. I didn't I never hit him, but I just did some evasive martial arts stuff. <laughs> so he couldn't tackle me. And he goes down and he reaches for his taser. I'm like, whoa! I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> and so this is computation. He's like, on the fucking ground, on the fucking ground now. It's because I was walking because I was going to seven eleven. So I get down on the ground, and I literally go sit in the lotus position, legs crossed, like this. He's like, you are under arrest. I'm like, I'm not. He's like, you're under arrest for jaywalking. I said, I'm not going to jail for jaywalking. This is not going to happen. But I wasn't fighting him at all. I was literally sitting, like, in a Buddhist position. And, uh... He keeps trying to pull my arms back and put me in handcuffs, and I ain't letting him do it. But I'm not fighting him, I'm just not letting him do it. So he calls in for backup. Three squad cars show up, me walking across the street. Three squad cars show up, and they're big dudes. And uh, I told him, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm looking at him, you know. Remember this one cop, he's Hispanic, he looks down and he looks at the officer that's, you know, attacked me. He kind of looks at me and he's like, I can't believe I'm about to do this. So anyways, they roll me, they fucking, I didn't have a chance. They roll me, they bruise me up, cuff me up, and I go to jail. That was Fairfax. That wasn't the story I meant to tell you, though. That's weird. <laughs> I meant to tell you a different story. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell totally meant to tell you a different story. So, I go in. It's like one in the morning, I'm exhausted. And in handcuffs, I don't even know where the hell we're at. It's like 20 minutes from my hotel room drive, drive-wise. 15 minutes. And uh, it was a small jail. And we're standing in front of this. They uncuffed me finally. We're standing in front of this uh, magistrate, female magistrate. 
She was Asian with blonde hair. She was gorgeous. And he's standing next to me and I'm standing next to him. I'm uncuffed, right? She's like, what are the charges against him? It's now it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. I said, jaywalking and resisting arrest. And I just look at him and I look at her. And he goes, oh, assault and battery on a police officer. This carries five years, if convicted. I looked at him. I'm like, fuck you, man. You lying motherfucker. I just told her, I'm like, he's the biggest lying piece of shit in the fucking planet. Officer Ely. QS Ely. Or QS Ely. QS Eli. QS Eli. So she says, okay, those are the charges. She says, uh, in order to get yourself bonded out, it's $1,000. I had like $40. <laughs> I'm like, I said, ma'am, I said, I'm just visiting D.C. I said, I don't have $1,000. I'm trying to get home. She said, well, you're going to have to wait a week. You're going to sit in jail for a week to see the judge. Like, are you goddamn serious? I'm like, I just fucking walked across the street to get fucking cigars. You're gonna fucking charge me a thousand dollars to stay in jail for a week for this? I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. Can't help you. This is fucked. Next commercial is brought to you by. Smith and Wesson. Back to you, Jennifer. Back to the story. Smith and Wesson. 357. The right to bear arms. Against those claim justice, but are unjust, or unjust. So anywho, Jen, $1,000 to get out, which I don't have, or a week in jail, walking across the street. I mean, it was cop. I'm in, I'm, in the, I'm in the cop shop. There's nothing I can do. So I go over, start getting fingerprinted and all this shit. Cops, they don't fucking care. My beautiful DA, your magistrate. She wasn't DA. She's a magistrate. She says. After fingerprinting, says, wait, come back over here. Send him back over here. She's standing behind this booth. She's like, you don't have $1,000. No, I said, no, I don't have $1,000. She 
He's like, can you stay here for another week? I'm like, in D.C.? He's like, yes. You promise you'll show up for court in five days? I said, yes, ma'am. Instead of staying in jail, I'll show up for court in five days. You promise? I said, yes, I promise. She's like, okay. I'm going to release you of your own recognizance. You have to show up in five days. Fine. Now it's like 2.30 in the morning after all this processing shit is going on. And again, it's a 15-minute car ride away. So they let me out. Yeah, I was like 2.45 in the morning. I'm walking in Fairfax, 2.45 in the morning. There's no way I can walk that far. It would take me until like 8 in the morning to get home. If I even knew which direction it was, I had an idea of which direction it was. It was all highway. I'm like, fuck. So I had my cell phone. I had just enough Uber money, just enough Uber money to get me there. This guy named Jason picks me up. About 3, 3.30. This dude's fucking drunk. <laughs> drunk as stone. I don't really care. Tipping him back to Motel 6. He gets me there. So I get a few hours of sleep in. I get up the next morning. I get up, well, I get up the same day. After a few hours of sleep. Just pissed off. This is fucking jacked up. So... I looked up Fairfax County Internal Affairs. I'm like, I ain't putting up this shit. I'm going to do five years over this. And uh, I found Internal Affairs, and I called them. I said, hey, I have a serious complaint. So I'm coming down. I'm like, okay. And it's actually in the exact same place where the jail is. It's just a different building. I go down, I meet with Eternal Affairs. I met with a woman named Dana. I can't remember the guy's name. Two, two IA agents. And at first, they just kind of blew me off. Like, yeah, we don't really give a fuck. We're on the inside, too. I'm like, well, you're going to give a fuck. So I got their names and everything, you know, phone numbers. Email addresses, everything. And then I went back to my hotel room. And I went to court. They gave me a date for December, which was like. This happened in November, October, November, so it was like six weeks away. But I, I couldn't stay there. 
<clears throat> so I'm like, all right, well, so I made, I kept my promise. I went and uh, driving back to Michigan, and I realized I had nowhere to go there. And that's when I started drinking hard again. That's when my relapse happened. I was like, I just gave up. I said, fuck it. I said, I'd really be dead. <laughs> no, and this is exactly what I said to myself. I'd really be dead and spend f- three to five years in prison for walking across the street. I'll just drink myself to death. I've done it before. I had no place to go in Michigan. I realized that in Pennsylvania. I said, you know what? I've never been to Louisiana. I'm gonna go down to New Orleans. I turn my car around in Pennsylvania. I drive straight to New Orleans all night, all day. Actually, all day, all night. I get there. Yeah, it was, because I got there in Hall- like the day before Halloween. So it was October. trying to distract us. So I drive down to New Orleans. And all kinds of shit happened down there too. That was my relapse. QS Eli. May rotten pieces. This is your feel-good story of the day, Jen. Bye. Whoa. Camera's rolling. Um, sorry, I got breakfast pizza in my mouth. Anyways. This will go up for my one-hour nap. Suddenly, in a rush. They're like, you have to do one for Jen. Jen who? And I saw your face in my mind. My mind's eye. Aniston. I have to do one for Jen for Aniston. Um, yeah, so... Forgive me, I'm ill-prepared. Lots of stuff. What do I say? The fact that I'm even talking to Jennifer Aniston is out of this motherfucking world. <laughs> the fact that she even knows me is out of this world. A couple secrets. One, I think I've known you before, too. 
It seems so familiar and so comfortable to me. It might just be who you are as a person. There's just something so familiar and comfortable about you. Maybe that's just your character. Your charm. Probably is. Is there breakfast pizza? I got at Walmart. Limited edition. The crust is biscuits. A biscuit, you know what I mean? Scrambled eggs. Sausage. Yeah, it's good. Quite filling, too. That being said, this particular segment is being sponsored by Visine. It gets the red out. And Racing Radio's back. Speaking with Jennifer Aniston. To Jennifer Aniston. I'd like to be speaking to her. Of course, if I was speaking to her, there'd be a lot of moaning going on, things of that nature. It'd be pornographic. Without a doubt. But, in the vein of class, civility, and chivalry, I won't go down that road. I don't know. I could tell you a story. I'm chocked full of them. Who are your friends? Who are the friends? You, Courtney Cox. Matt LeBlanc. Uh, Chandler. I can't remember Chandler's real name. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, it was just you five, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember Chandler's real name. That was the five of you. Anyhow, um... Sorry, I'm just swimming in my own delight. Being said, I don't know what you want to hear. Something soothing, comforting, nice. 
I'll give you the gold, Jen. I'll give you the story I haven't told anybody. I was leaving D.C. This after I got arrested for walking across the street. Taken into, I'm seriously walking across the street. I was going to 7 Eleven. Well, 11 30, 12 at night. I saw the cops outside. I was standing in Motel 6. But I wasn't doing anything wrong, so I didn't really give a shit, you know. And uh, I saw him there. So what? So across the street, and uh, I turn left. And this cop in a squad car lights up his lights. Pulls me over, and he gets out behind, like, he's out behind his car, basically gun drawn. Who are you? What's your name? What are you doing here? All this shit. I'm just like throwing, I'm just throwing way off, you know. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm thinking. Because <laughs> I'm just walking across the street. I'm 43 years old. I can, you know, go to 7 Eleven if I want to. <laughs> True story. True story. So he gets all like hyper aggressive, like he's. Ready to draw down and shit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I put my hands up. So I'm just going down to the store. Who are you? What's your name? Where are you? What are your intentions? And all this shit. Like, I'm like, man, you know what? Never mind. I said, I'm going back to my hotel room. Put my hands up and I should just start walking back. You know what I mean? This guy freaked me out. He's like, you're not allowed to leave. You're not free to leave. So I turn around. I start walking at a brisker pace. I mean, I was only only 100 yards from a hotel room. I'm walking at a brisker pace, and I could feel him coming up on me. And I could see a shadow coming up on me. He's running after me. He fucking tackles me. Well, he tries to tackle me. I saw a shadow, and I fucking did some, whatever, martial arts stuff. I didn't, I never hit him, but I just did some evasive martial arts stuff. (laughs) So he couldn't tackle me. And he goes down, and he reaches for his taser. I'm like, whoa! I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? And so this is confrontation. He's like, on the fucking ground, on the fucking ground now. It's because I was walking, because I was going to 7 Eleven. So I get down on the ground, and I literally go sit in the lotus position, legs crossed, like this. He's like, You are under arrest. I'm like, I'm not. He's like, you're under arrest for jaywalking. I said, I'm not going to jail for jaywalking. This is not going to happen. But I wasn't fighting him at all. I was literally sitting, like, in a Buddhist position. 
And uh, he keeps trying to pull my arms back and put me in handcuffs, and I ain't letting him do it. But I'm not fighting him, I'm just not letting him do it. So he calls in for backup. Three squad cars show up, me walking across the street. Three squad cars show up, and they're big dudes. And uh, I told him, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm looking at him, you know. Remember this one cop, he was Hispanic, he looks down and he looks at the officer that's, you know, attacked me. He kind of looks at me and he's like, I can't believe I'm about to do this. So anyways, they roll me, they fucking, I didn't have a chance. They roll me, they bruise me up, cuff me up, and I go to jail. That was Fairfax. That wasn't the story I meant to tell you, though. That's weird. <laughs> I meant to tell you a different story. Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell you? Told him I meant to tell you a different story. So, I go in. It's like one in the morning, I'm exhausted. And in handcuffs. I don't even know where the hell we're at. It's like 20 minutes from my hotel room drive-wise. Drive 15 minutes. And uh, it was a small jail. And we're standing in front of this. They uncuffed me finally. I'm standing in front of this uh, magistrate, female magistrate. She was Asian with blonde hair. She was gorgeous. And he's standing next to me and I'm standing next to him. I'm uncuffed, right? She's like, what are the charges against him? Now it's like one o'clock in the morning. Said jaywalking and resisting arrest. And I just look at him and I look at her. And he goes, Oh, assault and battery on a police officer. Which carries five years if convicted. I looked at him. I'm like, Fuck you, man. You lying motherfucker. And I just told her, I'm like, He's the biggest lying piece of shit in the fucking planet. Officer Ely. QS Ely. Or QS Ely. Q.S. Eli. Q.S. Eli. So she says, okay, those are the charges. She says, uh, in order to get yourself bonded out, it's $1,000. I had like $40. <laughs> I'm like, I said, ma'am, I said, I'm just visiting D.C. I said, I don't have $1,000. I'm trying to get home. I said, well, you're going to have to wait a week. You're going to sit in jail for a week to see the judge. 
They're like, are you goddamn serious? I'm like, I just fucking walked across the street to get fucking cigars. You're going to fucking charge me $1,000 or stay in jail for a week for this? I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. Can't help you. This is fucked. Next commercial is brought to you by... Smith and Wesson. Back to you, Jennifer. Back to the story. Smith and Wesson. 357. The right to bear arms. Against those who claim justice, but are unjust or unjust. So, anywho, Jen, it's $1,000 to get out, which I don't have, or a week in jail, walking across the street. I mean, it's cop, I'm in, I'm, in the, I'm in the cop shop, there's nothing I can do. So, I go over, start getting fingerprinted and all this shit. Cops, they don't fucking care. My beautiful DA, your magistrate, she wasn't DA, she was a magistrate. She says, after fingerprinting, she says, wait, come back over here, send her back over here. She's standing behind this booth. She's like, you don't have $1,000. No, I said, no, I don't have $1,000. She's like, can you stay here for another week? I'm like, in D.C.? She's like, yes. You promise you'll show up for court in five days? I said, yes, ma'am. Instead of staying in jail, I'll show up for court in five days. You promise? I said, yes, I promise. She's like, okay, I'm going to release you of your own recognizance, but you have to show up in five days. So fine. Now it's like 2.30 in the morning after all this processing shit is going on. And again, it's a 15-minute car ride away. So they let me out. It's like 2.45 in the morning. And I'm walking in Fairfax, 2.45 in the morning. There's no way I can walk that far. It would take me until like 8 in the morning to get home. If I even knew which direction it was, I had an idea of which direction it was. It was all highway. So I had my cell phone. I had just enough Uber money, just enough Uber money to get me there. 
This guy named Jason picks me up. About 3, 3.30. This dude's fucking drunk. <laughs> drunk and stone. I don't really care. Tipping back to Motel 6. He gets me there. So I get a few hours of sleep in. I get up the next morning. I get up, well, I get up the same day after a few hours of sleep. Just pissed off. This is fucking jacked up. So I looked up Fairfax County Internal Affairs. I'm like, I ain't putting up this shit. I'm going to do five years over this. And uh, I found Internal Affairs and I called them. I said, hey, I have a serious complaint. So I'm coming down. I'm like, okay. And it's actually in the exact same place where the jail is, it's just a different building. So I go down, I meet with Internal Affairs. I met with a woman named Dana. I can't remember the guy's name. Two, two IA agents. And at first, they just kind of blew me off. Like, yeah, we don't really give a fuck. We're on the inside, too. I'm like, well, you're going to give a fuck. So I got their names and everything, phone numbers, email addresses, everything. And then I went back to my hotel room. went to court they gave me a date for December which was like I don't know this happened in November October, November so it was like six weeks away but I I couldn't stay there so I'm like alright well so I made I kept my promise I went and uh Driving back to Michigan, and I realized I had nowhere to go there. And this is when I started drinking hard again. This is where my relapse happened. I was like, I just gave up. I said, fuck it. I said, I'd rather be dead. <laughs> no, and this is exactly what I said to myself. I'd rather be dead than spend three to five years in prison for walking across the street. I'll just drink myself to death. I've done it before. I had no place to go in Michigan. I realized that in Pennsylvania. I said, you know what? I've never been in Louisiana. I'm gonna go down to New Orleans. So I turned my car around in Pennsylvania. Drive straight to New Orleans all night, all day. Actually, all day, all night. I get there. Yeah, it was because I got there in Hall- like the day before Halloween. So it was October.
Matrix trying to distract us. So I drive down to New Orleans. And all kinds of shit happened down there, too. That was my relapse. Q.S. Eli. Made rotten pieces. This is your feel-good story of the day, Jen. Bye.